Yo guys, welcome to The Cage. This is episode 6 of The Cage. I'm Murph. I'm Josh, and we'll be vibing with you today. First, I want to thank our sponsor for today, Ashley the Dog One on Twitch. <laughs> oh Ashley the Dog One, check the guy out if you want to ever see him sleeping on video. <laughs> All right. Now for our unofficial sponsor for this episode, the New York Jets. The only jet New Yorkers hate more than a Boeing 767. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So today we got some topics, the first of which is going to be the structure of society as far as uh, economic and political structures. Um, The second is a hypothetical question as far as uh, who it's about. Nah, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) <laughs> word. Just, and then we'll vibe in the cage but josh we won't be here alone that's cool um we're joined here by my brother mike mike welcome to the pod man thank you for having me yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure man so mike right now our first topic what we had to talk about was political and economic institutions in our society because you are on record saying, quote, communism is better than capitalism. <coughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. There, there's more context to that. Please explain. <laughs> well, it was coming off a 40-minute 40 40 conversation where I was just trying to express <laughs> my frustration with capitalism and you were not having any of it. And I also have to say, like, there's a difference between, like, the communism that's been practiced and, like, Marxist theory, you know? Okay, so you're stand. I just want to confirm, you're standing by the statement that communism is better than capitalism. With qualifications, yes. What are those qualifications, man? Well, I would have to say that obviously communism in the like totalitarian Soviet Union China sense has never worked and will n- never work and it seems like a bad time but capitalism is failing and currently that's is the it failing though or is it something like i feel like it might be something else it might not even be capitalism anymore you know it's i don't know that's that, that's like i just feel like what we're currently running with is isn't like late stage i know the late stage capitalism thing is a big like buzzword for like for aoc she likes that one i do agree that it's kind of a fucked economy but it's i don't i don't know if it's like necessarily capitalism anymore i think it's just been i think capitalism has just been raped to the point where it's now just the rich control most of basically pretty much everything and that's what we're working with there a couple monopolies here and there haven't the rich the rich have always controlled everything yeah but i feel like you know if you go back like to earlier capital when we first started pushing it it was a little i don't know fair although i, although I don't know like i don't know how long ago that yeah was. but mike my question would then be is communism the solution to that i would have to say that capitalism allowed this position like this turn of events where we kind of have had two earth-shattering economic crises within the span of a decade but, but the covid one wasn't capitalism's fault but capitalism has failed to respond. Poverty is on the rise globally for the first time in decades. Well, and it's... the capitalism success story has been, look at, we have been solving global poverty. Yeah, but can you really blame capitalism when communism would also take a massive hit? 
during COVID. COVID has exposed the limits of individualism as a way to like work through society. If you notice individualist societies like the UK and America have been failing massively. Like it just in the like because we have freedom. If is it freedom if it's freedom to die not at a time of your own choosing and the will, freedom to kill other people through gross negligence. Yeah, I, just, I have one thing real quick. So the, are you saying that the reason why capitalism is failing is like humans and like greed and stuff like that? I would. Yeah, I, I just find it absurd. The whole concept that like profits must always increase. It's not enough to be profitable. You must ever increase profits to the point of bending. Rules well, doesn't that just give I, more people more money? And then when they have more money, they have more stuff. Well, do the people in Flint, Michigan have more stuff when they're okay? Yeah, well, that's a distribution. I, I agree with Mike in that sense, and that uh, if yeah. if you if you focus too hard on profits, you'll kind of end up killing the people that are working for you. Because that's the the idea behind cutting down on the workforce as a way to increase profits. Yeah, it's, it's, it's efficient. I just I just have a question. Like, do you believe so? If if capitalism is being destroyed by humans and the greed and all that stuff, wouldn't the same thing happen in communism eventually? Wouldn't wouldn't the same like? Wouldn't somebody try to like? And I know like that's usually what happens. I mean, you know, that's like, like, human history. To, like Joseph. Stalin. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like the thing is, like no, I, I. I agree with you. Like that, any system would be designed by humans and can be gamed by humans. But I feel like the current one is so broken that it's crying out for an alternative. Hmm. Now, and you would say communism is a viable alternative. Yes, Marxist communism, not that like. But why would that succeed? If you just acknowledge well, that realistically, it most likely would not. Well, it wouldn't happen overnight. There, just because it's not politically feasible to happen overnight. Yeah, that, like unless there's a violent revolution, communism is not about to govern the United States of America. I think that's a fair Correct. assessment. So, yeah, would you say you should have a violent revolution? <laughs> no, Mike. What about if we try to supplement capitalism with like socialist, like uh, safety nets? You know. Like we, I think we invest in like stuff like that, like welfare, social security. Maybe we give like some form of uh, universal health care. Like I know Biden wants to do a government option and a private option. That's probably good. Advice, yeah, I mean, I just think that there are so many things you can do, like cover, like like Obamacare or unionization laws, like regulation of the financial institutions, and not change the system. You just have well, to. Well, that would change the system. Yeah, on a marginal level. And I think that's the short-term goal. In terms of building a better society, these are the actionable things you can do to improve the lot of everyone. But I don't think that should be the end point of, like, we stop there and go no further. And I think that's where we differ. Yeah, but why would you want to go further? Because it would... In your society, would everyone make the same amount of money in in your perfect society? No, because people are fundamentally different. Yeah. Like, okay, like, that's just, good. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, I, no, that's super right. true. Yeah, yeah, but I it wouldn't be like the richest person on earth would be have this net worth of the economy of Ukraine. Yeah, so you're not preaching for communism, but you're just preaching for a more equitable society. I don't think well, no communist society has actually genuinely been equal. Like they've never no communist society paid doctors and agricultural workers the same. Yeah. That actually existed in history. That's kind of stupid like, too. It's always going to be like stratification. Yeah. But like, con- like the idea behind social programs is to provide a high enough floor that even the lowest person on the totem pole doesn't have to worry. 
So like UBI. Yes. So you want UBI. I, I like the concept of UBI. So you like your your Yang gang? <laughs> I don't like Yang, but you don't I like, like Yang. Him. I don't like him that much either anymore. Not after what he's been saying. Well, he's become a sellout. A he's on the CNN. Well, circuit. he's he's trying to run for mayor of New York. Yeah, I saw that. But like UBI, Mike, giving everyone twelve thousand dollars a year would cost three. And listen, I'm not opposed to that. That'd be cool if everyone had that. But it'd cost three point two point eight trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. How? Where would you get that money? Well, that it currently is 3.5 trillion and you would add 2.8 to that. We've been cutting taxes since the eighties. There's room for them to go up. Yeah, I understand that, but that's not $2.8 trillion. I mean, at the moment in the short term, debt is serviceable because interest rates are low and there's no expectations of inflation. Yeah. But you realize when you, borrow the money you're going to have to pay it back eventually but the u.s treasuries are like gold they're the gold of the money yeah i I understand the united states will never go bankrupt but are you just suggesting we never have to balance our budget i think we like ever we never need to i mean it's a generational ponzi scheme so yeah. as long as you theoretically, as long as human society keeps going on and there's always a market for debt, you never actually have to balance the budget. Yeah, but having a market for debt when it's twenty trillion dollars a year in deficit, not overall. Wait, real Listen, quick, real quick. Listen, I'm pretty stupid when it comes to economics. Can you explain the generational Ponzi scheme to me, real quick? I'm actually yeah, interested. So in that. I just don't literally, know. if a a person, if a generation a group of people in the workforce take on this government debt in order to boost their economy in the short term, people eventually are going to have to pay taxes to pay not only that debt, but the interest on that debt. And if you just pay that amount and that interest in more debt, then the next generation would just have more debt that they could pass on and it gets bigger and bigger. And okay. So one generation is just going to go bankrupt. But the idea of capitalism is constant growth. So if the economy outpaces the debt, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but if we're taking $20 trillion hits, man, that's the size of our economony. That's a yes. 100% growth rate in order yeah. to cover that. I feel like that's a little bit well, of a, that's a risky move. For UBI. Yeah, well, it's the UBI is a 2.8. Oh, oh, yeah, and plus the... Wait, wait, so under the, under the amount of UBI that you would be, that you guys are coming to, how much is that per person? $12,000 per person per year. It's like Couldn't you just... Couldn't you like cut that down like significantly and try to implement other things? You can also try make to- it cheaper by making it putting in um, requirements for like the idea of UBI is to make social welfare it's popular. It's uni- by making it universal so yeah. everyone benefits. Well, what but if you, you didn't could- make it universal and you just started giving more money to the people that are like on welfare or unemployment? Yeah, that, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot less people. But they don't have political clout. Is the thing that's, that's why true. UBI because rich people have the cloud. No, but I also have a problem where you're just giving people money. What if you were to use that money and invest in institutions that can be productive, like education well, the, it's, or things like that, where you incentivize a person. And that's like an investment. Because if you invest in things like education, eventually there's going to be less poor people because people are going to be more well-educated. Well, there's always that's, going to be poor people because poor I know, is just, I know. Term. Yeah. And like um, when you're talking about 
What about lower class people? Is that a better? UBI is kind of capitalist because it's relying on the wisdom of individual people to know best how to spend their money. Once the government gives you the money, it's not it's not like food stamps yeah. where you're forced to choose something. Yeah, I understand they, they can pay for whatever they want. So it, it is like it's not the government telling you what to do. It's giving you a check and you can. That's true. Yeah, I'm sure. And they will, they will satisfy their short term right? term. That's just socialism. And they will be able to purchase more things in their everyday life. But by investing in, for instance, education, which is, I think, huge. And I don't think you disagree. I fuck with with education. You know who fucks with education? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi (laughs) fucks with education. Um, What a beast. But in doing so, you're positioning them to, you're giving them a position to contribute more to society and get a higher paying job, especially even on in a globalistic level, if we can outcompete other nations. But the, the, there's a fundamentally a limited pool of jobs. There's always going to be a need for the lowest man on the totem pole. Yeah, like and but they, when when people leave that the low skilled market and are looking for accounted jobs, then those people are going to make more. Yes, on an individual level, you can increase some people's fortunes, but there's fundamentally always going to be a group of people who are losing out, and you just have to- yeah. So that's that's the idea of creating. Well, they're the ones that were given the same access to education, assuming that but, we do a good job on distribution, but that- and not being able to produce more for society after that point. But education on in the U.S. is on the local level, so it's really tough to make it equitable. Yeah, I understand that, but what like federal education funds and, would be tight, and like. When public schools were integrated, that didn't make more equitable things because the money just left the school district and went to private schools, mm-hmm. especially in like... Yeah, but private schools are so... F- the numbers are declining nationally. Yeah, private schools are actually taking a pretty big hit. Well, probably because they're just pretty turning into charter schools. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> That's fast. That's fast. <sighs> charter schools, dude. Davis <laughs> loves charter schools. Our secretary of education loves them, dude. Yeah, so she loves that, but what I love is the next topic, <laughs> which is a hypothetical question, of course, mm-hmm. and that is, if you could pick a non-political figure, a non-politician, to be pr- president in 2024, who would it be and why? And I want our guest, Mike, to go first. Oh, thank you for that. So I thought there's just one obvious choice because she's never held elected office. She's not a politician. She's arguably political just because her existence is, but that Michelle Obama, (laughs) come on. Dude, now she was the first, she's involved in politics. She She has never held elected office and had actual I told you we couldn't (laughs) pick Michelle Obama, bro. I thought I told you this yesterday. I was actually today, man. You said, tell Mike he can't pick Michelle Obama. And I didn't do it. I told you this was going to happen. I told you it. It's, I, it's, it's an obvious choice. And I understand. I know, I know. All right. First of all, she would never want to. No, th- but that's not a limiter on this hypothetical. Of course. All right, fine. I'll switch no, my. No, that's fine. That's I can fine. switch. It's okay. No, listen. No, it's fine. Murphy didn't warn you. It's fine. Okay. I'm not going to make yeah. it. I, can give, I have an alternative in mind. Yeah. Throw the name in. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I, the other people who came to mind, frankly, they'd be great at like the ceremonial side of the presidency. Like I'm not, I wouldn't trust them with the actual politics side. They should hire experts. But like Oprah or The Rock, dude, The dude, Rock would be so good. Sense. 
But you're, you're literally just copying the internet. Everyone says that stuff. I, I like the rock. Honestly, what, bro, the you're asking the face me of the US. a non-politician to select. Yeah, obviously you, people will pick celebrities. I think I have a pretty yeah, good one. Are, you're, no, you're I have a good. I think I have a good non-celebrity Murph. Which would point to their popularity and their ability to, to like speak to a greater group. Okay, All right. Josh, go ahead. Now. I think I think you'll like this one too, Brian Cashman. <laughs> The uh, cash god, bro. That's Petey even likes him, bro. General manager of the New York Yankees has had a lot of success in managing the Yankees organization. And he is, um, he's pretty empathetic, bro, which is what our current businessman lacks. Listen, I will say he's the best man in the world at what he does. And I think the qualities of what he does are very similar to what a president does. Well, shouldn't he be like in charge of the White House instead if it's like a manager? Like, no, he would, he would be really good. No, he would be if you could break down like um Brian Cashman is the guy you bring in to pick your cabinet based on like statistics and analytics. <laughs> That's how he could do it. He could literally pick your perfect cabinet. That's what Brian Cashman would do. Based on um, if you give him a billion different factors, they have the Yankees have one of the best analytical teams in the in the fucking country. Like yo, yeah. But who has the best pick for this question is actually me. Who would that be? Actually the John Stewart. Oh, yeah. Fantastic uh, president. Yeah. I should have guessed that. <laughs> Guys, I th- well, he first of all, he's a smart guy. We can all acknowledge that here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Smart guy. Pretty smart guy. Funny guy. What I would say yeah. is that whenever he does a serious political interview, I watch all of his YouTube videos like with Bill O'Reilly. I've watched so many of his fucking videos. Right? Or Bill O'Reilly, Chris Wallace. He's Tucker on his own show and it gets canceled a week later. Yeah, he's literally too good. But I think he takes a more serious tone when it comes to that or helping out the nine 11 people with their funds. And <laughs> I, I think love watching him in Congress, just roast the shit too, like Obama. Like he would be like a cooler Obama, a roaster in chief. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be he'd be pretty awesome. And his policies are pretty cool. Yeah. He's relatively like, he, he's pretty fire. He knows like, he just knows a lot. He just knows, you know? Yeah. Who else knows though is our babe of the week. All right. Yeah. Mike, Mike, yeah. do you think you know our babe of the week? Oh, I know your babe of the week. How would you know that? Because she's Speaker of the House. Oh. Nancy fucking Pelosi. Let's baby. Clap it fucking up. go. Clap it up. Yep, come on. Mike, clap it up. Um, yo, I saw at the time of this recording, 12, 21, 20. I, uh, and she got that vaccine in her. But I wish it was me and her. That's all I want to say. Word. That's that's what you struggled to say. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Listen, I'm gonna say it right here, dude. Listen. Wait. AOC said Nancy shouldn't be Speaker of the House anymore. This is my the pod officially endorses Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Uh, she, she gets her endorsement. Yep. She's she, leaving 2022. So she better not be. I'll break my oh, she said, heart, it's, dude. It's it's by choice. There's consent. Uh, she wants to be a. That's how she got reelected speaker. Yeah. It was the price. <laughs> Oof. But she's, she's yeah, she's hot. not. She's not. She's gonna go out on her own terms. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, strong, independent women. My birthday is same as Nancy Pelosi's. That's pretty dope. I you wish know, mine was. I. That's amazing, and I'm actually really happy for you. Yeah, I, I wish I could literally change my birthday to hers. Time. Um. Okay, I think it's time for the smoke rig, Josh. Want to rip on? Yeah, sure.
Yo guys, welcome back to the cage. Mike, it's fucking lit that you're here, man. It's your time to shine. It is the cage interview. Are you excited, dude? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Well, you should be because well, first I want to ask you, Mike, you're doing us a great service here tonight. You're actually the first person to let us take your weed virginity especially on the podcast and we yeah. want to thank you for that you're welcome i hate how you worded that <laughs> um and i just want to ask right now how are you feeling man i'm feeling fine honestly i feel like i've come down a bit you've come down yeah, yeah. well what i can say is before i was talking and then you said i'm sorry i didn't hear a word you said and you just had your eyes so glazed, bro. <laughs> um, word, but Josh is going to come in with the heat. Our first question. How was your first time getting high? No, 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 bro. Bro. The next question. question, motherfucker. I'm high. You confuse the shit out of me. <laughs> Second question. Who would you rather fuck? Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping? Oh, all right. Probably Vladimir Putin because I don't want to fuck Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so you're basing this based on looks. Yeah. You're ignoring policy. I mean, they're both terrible people, so like it doesn't really matter. They're both dictators who are like awful. Yeah, but is one worse than the other? I mean, Xi Jinping has the capacity to do more harm, but Vladimir Putin is more chaotic. how would that translate him to bed (laughs) honestly i feel like vladimir putin is in reality like such a sub like because he's he's so in control in every aspect of his life he just wants some woman to like peg him in the bedroom that's what i'm gonna be honest that's what everybody says about men that have power i don't know definitely a tiny dick definitely a tiny dick smallest dick in all of russia damn bro he might be coming for you (laughs) I mean, he's too busy hacking the FBI. And so... (laughs) Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Our next topic, though, is a fairly contentious topic. And naturally, we're pro-life. And we're just wondering if... What's your take on abortion? I kind of don't feel like I get a take because I'll never have to worry about abortion in my life for myself or my partner. So, like... Don't not invest in it. Oh, Mike, that was the worst answer ever. No, 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 I have more to say. I have more to say in that I am. You just don't care about babies. You don't care about life, Mike. But they're not babies. They're not babies until they're life begins at conception. Mike, come on. We all know this. I'm a Catholic (laughs) into the child. Okay, so. Mike, I have a question. Mm-hmm. We we don't let people make a choice whether they want to kill someone or not. Why would we now let people have a choice if they want to kill someone or not? Well, because until it's like until it's viable outside the womb, it's not a human being. But what gives that you that point? What is that? Why is that the definition of life? What about like a heartbeat? Is that not life? Ten brain dead people can have. Heartbeats. Are they not alive? Philosophically, not really. Okay, that's that's an answer. No, that's oh, wait. You can kill brain dead people. Well, you can pull the plug if they yeah. Get you can pull the plug beforehand. Yeah. So, so like, I mean, although, but a child 
in the womb can i get can i give consent oh which is why it's mm. not alive i think if the child was out yeah, the womb, it'd be protesting the but fuck out of getting what killed what about those like babies that come out prematurely and they're not viable outside the help of literally like dozens of medical equipment and sometimes even then they aren't able to make it but that's that that's at a point in development past the point when like if someone's getting an abortion at that point either their life is in danger or their baby's life is in danger like most people try to catch it fairly early on because it it becomes more obvious the longer you wait yeah okay so you just like to kill babies that's all right man Okay, I, I guess I'm the baby. Interesting take, I'll be honest. Interesting. Um, I do just want to say that Josh and I are actually pro-choice. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we are actually trolling. Please don't cancel us on Twitter. Oh, we just wanted to get a reaction. <laughs> we wanted to get... No, I wanted, it was actually interesting to listen to Mike explain the point. Yeah. And um, was, uh, we watch enough Fox News. We know the talking points. Yeah, we do know <laughs> that. Yes, yes, yes. And that leads us to our final question. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Josh. Okay. Uh, Utopian society. Who would pull up? Who, uh, what would you do in your, in your utopian yeah, society? Yeah, so e- Elon Musk. <laughs> he wants to make a utopian society on Mars where he doesn't have to listen to the current institutions we have here on Earth. Mm-hmm. First, we want to say, would you go there? I hate everything about Elon Musk with a burning passion. So well, you no, hate, I would you, not go to Mars. Hate, you hate everything about him. Give me like a give me like a top three things you don't like about Elon Musk. Is it because he's white? Probably because he's a white South African whose family oh. made money off apartheid. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> like, and his whole persona, I get like it'd be cool for for you guys. Like, I see why you jibe with it. It just turns well, me I'm off. Not the biggest. Dude. He's so no, but like, I, he 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 posts funny stuff on Twitter. But it would matter less if he wasn't a billionaire and people like pay attention to him. Like if he he's just a second richest. If he is a shit poster on Twitter, I wouldn't care. That's fair. But that leads us to our actual real question, which is: if you had a utopian society that you were going to Mars and you had to restructure the society, how would you culturally change humanity, given the choice? Obviously, get rid of the isms. Be, be that sexism, hom- well, sexism, homophobia, yeah, but racism. Are those all like naturally human, or, or has that just been cultural? Well, that's cultural, and that's why a fresh start would make it. Like, obviously, it's not guaranteed that those won't arise, but it'll arise in a different context where society would be better equipped to be like, "Fuck no, stamp it out." Yeah. Is there anything else you change? Like, everyone lifts. Everyone like. I know eats- that's how what you would do. Nah, I'm just throwing out little questions here. What would you change, man? What would I change? I guess... I would make it... I feel like humans are really social creatures, and I feel like we've lost something in that with, like, the nuclear family. I feel like more communal living. Not necessarily... Like, obviously, you have your own personalized space, but there's more shared spaces, you know? I don't like that at all. That's what a communist would say. No, I don't like. I feel group like living. It's very odd. I, I honestly, part of it, like, because it has. Mm, see, I was thinking in terms of a utopian ideal society where the only like my, my friends are there. 
So that's how it would work. In reality, I was thinking about, like, we have that in apartment complexes and no one likes that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, what if you don't fuck with people? Yeah. And then well, you got to sleep next to them? Well, you wouldn't be sleeping. I said you have your own private spaces. I just meant more like shared communal spaces, like, you know? Right. I guess. I don't know. Living in a dorm sucked. Yeah. No, I'm realizing I'm being people... in college dorms and yeah. that's a bad idea. <laughs> living in a dorm sucked. Especially in, in like a communal dorm with like when everyone, there's like the way mine was at Pace, everybody knew everyone. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. But what else is terrible, Josh? Is what you were saying about the Iraqi government. Oh, yeah. What about? Well, there's anti-government protests because uh, the Iraqi government didn't uh, didn't like condemn the U.S. or whatever for killing Soleimani. Mm-hmm. So like they don't fuck with their government right now. Well, they've never fucked with their government. But yeah. isn't it like a parliamentary now system? It's, it now is. there's like so If they don't fuck with their government, why don't they vote for a different person? Well, you can only vote who's on the ballot. Who selects who's on the ballot? I mean, in a lot of immature democracies, the government. I don't actually know how Iraq is. But Iraq's a mess because you, you got the Kurds in the north, you got the Sunnis in the west, and the Shiites in the middle and south. Like, there's a lot of bad blood after, like, 17 years of war. Yeah, there's mad beef there, and I wish they had more weed, and then they could chill. I mean, there's plenty of Sufi mystics who chill. Or, yeah. like, that's mystical Islam for people who don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. No, yeah, they're, 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 they're like, they're, they're, they're I don't want to speak because I don't know, but my, my imagining, they're the Muslim equivalent of monks. They just, they chill. They vibe. They preach. That's cool. Would you want to do that for a living, Mike? I hate people too much for that. Oh. Josh, what about you, man? You want me to you what preach for a living? Well, what do they preach? Like religion? Yeah, that's kind of when you devote but, your life to God. What do you feel, do? I feel like monks just don't preach. Well, not Catholic monks. So they're more like preachers than like monks. But they have the whole like attitude of like the monks personify like self control and like denying like earthly pleasures and the pursuit of like divine inspiration yeah that's kind of cool you think they uh actually do that i'm sure they're like genuine people who do that yeah like there always are genuine believers do you think it's like a state of mind or do you think like there's actually something intrinsically different i think they have such a different experience of life for me of course they have a different perspective on everything yeah but does their mind do they literally trick their mind into thinking something i mean I don't know. Josh, what do you think? What do you mean? Who who tricks what? I'm sorry. <laughs> do you the monks? Do they like do they actually think they're like communicating with the divine or on a different level of existence than the rest of us? Like what's going on I in your think brain? That, I think I honestly think that people that people that fucking that honestly release everything, they 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 didn't they don't have any possessions, they're completely just like just like they're just vibing. For their entire lives, they release all of their, their like their their fucking desires and all that shit. I think those people are definitely on a different like fucking plane of thinking than everyone else. I don't know if they're talking to the divine, but they're certainly thinking much differently than us, so that we might not be able to understand where they're coming from. Yeah, but 
would you do that? Yeah. You, then do it. Why would you, you're saying yes? Then do it. I'll do it. I don't know. Though. Like I don't know. Like, it's like really I would do it, do it, but like I don't know how the fuck I would go ahead and do it. Do I just pull up to their monastery? No, so I have <laughs> stuff you, I want to do. You, you can just. I mean, maybe I'll do it later, bro. Maybe I'll do it when I'm like f- fucking fifty. I'll just leave my family one day. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be tight, bro. Did you see? Uh, <clears throat> Mike alluded to it before. How Putin was just taking all of our information. Yeah. That feels bad, man. Yeah, and uh, Trump's not doing anything about it. <laughs> He's just letting it happen. It's outrageous that people are still going to – people still like him. I, mean, I bet people just don't believe that there's any information actually being leaked. There's probably people out there that just completely deny every aspect of existence, and they their entire focus is just that orange man that and sits. And tiny penises. A lot of overweight rednecks. <laughs> you know what the problem is, bro? All of their fathers went to fucking war and they were great men. All of I mean, probably racist, but great <laughs> character like great like they were good dudes. They went and fought fucking wars, you know? Okay. Good men do that. Mostly. Uh and then their sons didn't do shit. They all just wrote it with like I I know how like I can see this in my in my dad's family, bro. Like like my, my grandfather was a man of like few fucking words. He fought he in the Korean War and he just did his job. He was just a farmer and he was a great fucking dude. Is that like a like psych- one- is that like a psychology thing where if you have like a baller dad, like you're just a little bitch like Donald Trump Jr. I the thing is I just don't think the dads were there emotionally for yeah. these people. And these people just eat themselves alive. <laughs> also, dude, Trump did the same Trump was the same problem, dude. His father was a piece of shit who didn't fucking, who didn't fuck with him as like, you know, as a son, he was more of like a, he's just like, you know, he was the, he was his son, his firstborn son. This yeah. is how it worked. Actually, I don't know. I'm pretty sure the firstborn, the firstborn son drank himself to death. Like that was the thing, which is sucks. Actually, Trump doesn't drink. I gotta give him credit for that. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't know that for a while. I didn't know that at all. That's, that's kind of chill of him. Obama was smoking cigs out back. Obama. <laughs> what, what? Yo, I have a question though about Obama. Yeah. I was talking about this, this with someone this week. Don't you think Obama would have been like a much better dude if he was like jacked? Like, wouldn't he be baller? I think it would look weird as fuck to have a jacked guy as our president. No, not like jacked. Just like that, at least like a Ronaldo build, you know? He's physically. Dude, that's dead. too shredded. That's too shredded for your president, but bro. If our president dude, was fucking. Dude, if you. Shredded, if yeah, I, but dude, like, imagine how much time he'd be wasting. He, he'd just be a freaking stud, man. But dude, how much. He would be wasting so much time with the gym, bro. <laughs> so much time. You can't. No, dude, no. When you're president, you're allowed to dude, gain a little weight. To the gym you got stuff to do. An hour every day. Yeah, an hour's not that long, bro, but you can't maintain a Ronaldo body in an hour a day. <laughs> That's like six hours, bro. Just working out. Not to mention your diet, uh, the amount you sleep. You have to you dude, yeah, presidents don't you, sleep enough to maintain that. Guys, I recognize these points and they're all valid. But the yeah. weight of these do not outweigh the fact of how fucking much of a stud he Honestly, bro, if if, if you was- if Ronaldo, if someone that shredded was my president, I wouldn't trust him. Not even a little bit, bro. That's not what presidents look like, dude. This is not how it works. Vladimir Putin riding shirtless president? 
Dude, I mean, Putin's not shredded though. Yeah. He's not shredded, but he's he is a, a large man. I don't want, I don't trust Putin. I don't want him. I, I, don't I, don't I, I wouldn't trust a dude I, that I does want that a man either. Wearing a suit, but That's I like want a, him to be jacked. No, I I want him wearing a no. And, dude, our president should just be yes. literally <laughs> just like a, no, fucking no, dude. He can't. No, Jack is just weird for a president, bro. It's just weird. Oh, did you see? Uh, veterans are calling for uh, that that. That that fucking eye patch representative Crenshaw to be uh uh to be fuck to resign Dan Crenshaw because he uh, apparently he was like he was doing some bad shit to uh one of his like another veteran no, this who woman is this guy Dan Crenshaw look yeah. him up bro eye patch dude I know um, eye patch dude he's in the house he he's from Texas I think and yeah he only look at Dan Crenshaw yes there's probably news about him what did he do Dan Crenshaw let me look up Crenshaw. Yeah, I didn't yeah uh some shit about oh yeah here we go mccarthy just dis- uh of course mccarthy dismisses the claim uh dan crenshaw degraded female vet uh he degraded oh, a female vet this guy's I- and I veterans were so calling crazy. for him i want everyone to look up a, fo- a photo of dan crenshaw okay he gave damaging informations uh information about her to veteran affairs secretary robert wilkie about a um a- What's it, oh yeah, to discredit her claim that she was sexually assaulted at a VA facility, according to an independent government watchdog report released last week. Damn. So apparently this dude has a glass eye though. Yeah, uh, he's a war hero, but he's also a piece of shit. Why would you? Yeah, he's a, he's a war hero, but he's also like a, a giant dick. Bro, what is this noise? Dude, what is that noise? It's fucking with me, man. I don't. Bro, you gotta chill. You gotta cut all that shit out now. Okay, I will. (laughs) Got a solar panel commercial running in our fucking podcast. (laughs) Non spawn. (laughs) Uh, Non sponsor, bro. Come on, what the fuck? Don't make money off that. Yeah, my bad, guys. Uh, Dude, I don't fuck with the internet though. How they just pop ads at you like that? We gotta regulate the internet. No pop. Chill. Chill. That requires no government dread uh, deadlock. Yeah, but imagine like our government did cool shit, like no pop-up ads on the internet. Dude, that'd be so nice, but our government will never do that because pop-up ads make so much fucking money. Yeah. People. People. And those people that make money control our fucking government. No, but so. the thing is like marketing in itself isn't inherently like a production in like an economy. It's just like how people it's a way to get people to buy something you know so it's really not that important as far as tell that to google and facebook who built business empires on well as far as like sales it's really just trying to get an edge in your own competition it's not produce it's no but like the the money in it is very real and like yeah and ad sales but the government like newspapers fund every internet platform no no but we're not talking about newspapers specifically pop-up ads those but are the worst man they are the worst which is why only the cheap people buy them yeah but that's why the government should get rid of them all right well, i'm just that, thinking that, that, cool. I, no they're not going to get rid of them because there's too much mon- money involved in internet ads to for any kind of regulation like that okay government's not there to make our lives better it's there to make rich people richer <laughs> All right, settle down, Mike. <laughs> settle down. <laughs> settle down. <laughs> okay. 
Um, you guys want to do edgy meme? Sure. Okay. Mike, you brought an edgy meme? Well, no, I, but I brought something. Okay. Well, as always, I would like our guests to go first. Mike? Okay. It's a meme. I'm not sure how edgy it is by your standards, because, you know. All right. Bro, why is it so hard to be a leftist? I'm supposed to read like 50 books by old Russian dudes, which originally is the N-word, but not going to say that. Uh, meanwhile, all you got to do to be a right winger is play too much Xbox Live in 2007. Hmm. I understand that one. Yeah. Uh, Mike, weak performance. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm very tired. Okay. So, um, Josh, go for it. All right. Life expectancy of AIDS patients can be 30 to 40 years. No wonder all the Africans want to catch it. It could triple the length of their lives. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to close it out with what happens when a Jew with an erection runs into a wall. He breaks his nose. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> okay. That concludes guys our sixth episode of the cage as always hit us at cage the pod at gmail.com or you're a squid yeah you're literally just a squid with a bunch of fucking stupid looking tentacles don't be an identical kid guys don't have a beak stupid weirdo who fucking wants a beak anyway jesus christ you can hit us at twitter at cage underscore pod patreon.com slash cage the pod and our instagram is just cage the pod Go check out our latest post of a young Nancy Pelosi entering what a uh, office for the first time in the 80s. Um, what an absolute fucking dime. Yeah, Mike. Also, thanks for being on the pod, man. Uh, yeah. We're happy thank you for joining here. us. Our, our first, by the way, uh, guest that is a p- member of the LBGTQ community. You, you mixed two letters <laughs> up. A nice try. There was an effort. Uh, yeah, yeah. thank you. I'm happy to have been here. It, it was an experience. We're happy, dude. Thank you, Mike. And we'll, so that's what it should be. <laughs> the cage experience, guys. And we'll catch you guys when we feel like it next. Listen to Fetty Watch. Yeah. Peace.